There we go. Okay. <laughs> Hello, fellas. Here we are. Hello. What's going on? Back <laughs> at it yet again. Uh, so, oh boy, you guys. Uh, I, I was asking the boys before we got started here if they were still tired or not. How much? How much coffee are you guys running off of today, if any? Uh, no coffee, but several. Several sodas at this point, so. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a good con to me. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was a great con. <laughs> ah, there's good. Ulysses. Yep. Ulysses. Look at that that con con dungeon master veteran that Ulysses is now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Cut his teeth on Gary Con. <laughs> that I mean, you know. Truth be told, that is a, that was a great con to uh, cut teeth on. Really, yeah. Would you say it's any better if not than uh, any of the other ones, or would you say that's the one that you'd want to start out on? I mean, there's so much variety, um, so there was that part to it. Uh, I I don't know. I, cause I can see like Winter Fantasy would be a good one to cut your teeth on, except for there's that added pressure of so many ALDMs are mm-hmm. there having fun. Like everybody's there. Um, I think I think Winter Fantasy is a isn't the ideal con for first con, mm-hmm. only because right. you really don't get the full con experience. You really get AL. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just it's just playing. Yeah. Um, it's great. Don't get me wrong, but it's not. <laughs> There's Fusion, a lot more to a Fusions con. Over here saying Dragon Con is the best, the best starter. <clears throat> it's been years since I've gone to, to Dragon Con. I'm curious to see what your your reasoning behind that is mm. as to why um, Dragon Con to me. Like I played very, very little while I mm. in the 12 years that I went to Dragon Con, like every single year consecutively, and then just stopped going. Never mm. really pick it back up. Mm. Uh, Gen Con is too, uh, to me is too overwhelming. If if you're talking about just a con experience without running, I would say at this point, Gary Con or Origins. Hmm. Game Hole Con's really good too for that. Probably I, would, I have yet to experience a Game Hole Con. So yeah, I think I think I would drag somebody to Game Hole Con and then Gary Gary Con was good. Gary Con is such on the small end of things though that like. Like, it's awesome, but it's like starting on one end of the spectrum. Like you said, Gen Con is the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you're right. Like Origins and uh, Game Hole are more in the middle, and mm-hmm. you kind of <clears throat> Origins there. definitely seems more manageable to me. Yeah. This past year, in particular, it was like a one room. That's all Origins was for in uh, 2021. But uh, even in, yeah. in years past, the, the couple of years that I'd gone before that, it wasn't too bad. It was like, I think 18,000 is what they topped out at for mm. for the Congor population. It's mm. not, that's not the eighty to 90,000 that you would have seen at Gen Con back in 2019. Yeah. Which is just right. a We had a debate about that, that number, but yeah. <laughs> that was part of our Gary Con experience. Uh, Fusion, it, Gary Con is definitely primarily an RPG con. Um, I'm not saying that there wasn't other things being ran there. I think I saw 
a number of tactical mini games, um, but enormously, uh, you know, weighted towards uh, RPGs. Yeah, Hello, I mean, it's, it's the same weekend as Adepticon, so yeah, all the all the minis gamers, all yeah, the hardcore there, minis gamers go there, and and there wasn't any like um like. Like at some cons, there's like comic books or board games or card games mm-hmm. and whatever. There's none of that that I saw. There was a Magic the Gathering tournament somewhere in the in the resort, mm-hmm. but I didn't see that, and it wasn't made to be a huge deal. Um, but lots and lots of D and D, and lots and lots of. I saw Pathfinder. I saw Cyberpunk Red. I saw Shadowrun. I saw Merps, which I was super jealous about. Actually, oh, um, wow. I saw a lot of like people bringing in like their home, like their, their own personal, like homebrew home crafted games. Uh, like there was somebody doing like a Mario Kart RPG weird thing. What? Yeah. As in the, uh, as in the hall. That's fascinating. I always find that fascinating. Like we, maybe we need to save this for the actual recording. I thought Should we were we actually have? doing the actual recording. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we did. Yeah, I was I like, had, yeah. Right, yeah, I think yeah. we need to, I think we need to like, uh, we need to, like the, the official intro into it. Maybe we should just do the official intro now in the middle and then we can. Well, there you uh, go. It's fine. Well, we're we're going to really turn this thing yeah. on its head, aren't we? Yeah. Because I want a hell of a long cold open. This is a cold open, Troy. There you go. Uh, well, here, let's do it. Hello, you're here with Geeks Camp, the home of RPG ramblings and general tomfoolery. Uh, this is your host, Zach, and I'm joined, as I'm always joined, by the mayor of Fort Wayne, Troy Sandlin. Uh, greetings, greetings, one and all. <laughs> nice. Uh, for those that can't see at home, Troy graced us with his pageant wave. Uh, or Mussolini wave, actually, I think would be more... Uh, you know. no, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, go. okay. And Mussolini then we've also wave. got the, uh... Former Cody M of the year, John Christian. Former and never again. Apparently, uh, Andrew took the uh, the beating for me while we were while he was at Gary Con. I could right. uh, I could feel sense of disturbance in the force. That's right, low from even this distance. <laughs> Listen, many many uh, many uh, mayors, Tyler. Uh, Refuse to live in the city for which they reside. That's or right. Rain. That's right. So, Troy Troy presides over Fort Wayne, but he is also um, I, I don't know enough about Fort Wayne and Huntington to say if you're too good for Fort Wayne or if you're not good enough for Fort Ooh. Wayne. But one of those two must oh, be true oh. for you to be, you know, elsewhere. So I I I just I feel like I don't want to spoil myself. Of all that Fort Wayne has to offer, so I try to, you know. Hmm. Look at this flattery that's going on in the, uh, <laughs> in the chat here. Top five best bartenders in the entire oh. state. Look at that. Oh. Somebody's, somebody's fishing for advantage on their next role. Yes. Yeah, right? Duke of Huntington. Good job, Bear. The Duke. Yeah, Duke yeah, that's yeah. It. <laughs> yeah to, to Mitch's point, nobody voted for me. But uh, I don't need to be voted in as a duke, so that works. That's right. That's right. Fair enough. <laughs> a war duke. You just take a war it. duke. <sighs> yeah. So we're we're talking. We're doing a Gary Con recap. Evidently, that's that's what you walked into if you turned on your podcast or checked out the live feed. Uh, we're we're doing a recap real quick um, before we 
record a different episode. And uh, yeah, this was a good con. This was um, this was another con where we had a WOGD World of Game Design booth. Um, so we hawked a bunch of stuff. Troy and I uh, worked the table for most I, of the I, con. That's right. We rocked the booth. Rock the booth. Uh, and then we did, uh, let's see, we did a panel uh, on Kickstarters, which was not recorded um, mm. next time. Uh, it was a good panel. We had our friend uh, Skeeter and our friend Ed. And then, um, oh boy, uh, Jeff Telanian, who hasn't been on the podcast yet, and Jim Wampler. I think that was everybody. Um, and right, then, so for yeah, those yeah. that haven't gone to GaryCon, though, what's the, what is the, the count? Like how many how many how many people are you usually expecting there? Yeah, like size is it smaller than an Origins? Is it much yes, smaller? Bigger? Much smaller. Much, it's much, like, it's much, like much, much smaller. What are you talking like a thousand, two thousand people? Two. So they said that I, I was talking to one of the um, uh, admins, mm-hmm. and they said that typically it's around three thousand people, but this year because of stuff, it was at two thousand. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. It was, um, it's in a resort, not a convention center. So it's like spread Mm. all through this building. You you know, you'll be in the exhibit hall and then you walk through like a mile of hotel rooms. You're you're going to get your steps. You're going to get your steps in. Yeah. And you get to like the cafes and then you walk another quarter mile and you get to the game rooms for the most part. Right. Like it's, it's a very like spread out con. And then like on the second floor is the seminars and the pathfinder it's, it's, it's spread out, but not in the way that you're spread out at convention at a convention center. Right. right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. And- I will, I will say this um, in the early, like on Thursday, walking back and forth, uh, and it being in a resort, I did I did get some shining vibes <laughs> a couple times because I'm like walking and uh, there's like no one else. Are you hear yeah. no one else? You're in these strange halls and you're kind of like, am I going the right way? Am I? And you're just waiting for them them twins to pop around the corner. Or something, yeah. Mm. And they were doing construction, mm. so like it's kind of dim in in areas. So yeah, it was. Uh, it kind of gave me some creepy vibes every once in a while, but yeah. Uh, and then Mitch is saying in the chat um, that the demographic was older than a lot of the other cons as well. And I think all, I the, all the grognards showed very up. Very much agree with that. You know, here's the thing: I was expecting more. Not listen. I have a fondness for certain types of grognards. Um, I was expecting more grognard tomfoolery than what I saw there on display. Um, maybe it's because they were off doing something else. Um, but um, no, like we had we had tons of really super nice people coming to the booth, yes. and um, I, I, there was a lot of like the younger crowd too. There was, yeah, it and what, was a good what, mix. I, we have these little survey cards that people can fill out at our booth, and we had like a few hundred people fill out a survey. One of the things on the survey is checking boxes of what your interests are. And over 75% of the people said that D&D 5E specifically was an interest of theirs, which is, I found somewhat surprising. I thought Gary Khan would lean more towards like, 
the uh, the uh, OSR community, or you know, mm-hmm. more of a <clears throat> a vintage. Definitely, vintage. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, nice vintage. <laughs> what you found, though, what I found though, was that really GaryCon was full of people who just loved RPGs, and when you went and talked to them, they were happy to talk about Five E, but they were also happy and also fascinated to talk about any other system yep. more than any other convention. Like I would be talking to someone at the booth and then I found, then I found us talking about call of Cthulhu or mothership or Morkborg or DCC or OS, like a billion different systems. You know, people were, there were just very fascinated, very open. And they, you know, that was, that was cool. That was cool. What did oh, the, what did the, the, uh, the dealer floor, representation look like did you have watsy presence there or who all who all actually repped and had a booth uh there was uh goodman games um noble knight Co- uh, noble knight cobalt press hmm. um the ip was there wormwood elderwood no elderwood wasn't there no um elderwood was uh, there. uh norse foundry norse foundry was um, there there was like, what would you say? Like maybe I'm, I'm going to do a rough count here. Maybe 60 vendors. Yeah, I would say that's probably a good count. Cause there's like what, four, four aisle yeah. ways. And then like all the way around the room, there was vendors. Yeah. Here's what there wasn't a lot of the hot new five E third party creators. So as an example of that jetpack seven, mm. right? It was very much like either like Gooey hand cra- Gooey was there. yeah Gooey, Gooey Cube was there handcrafted stuff right um, handcrafted stuff old school stuff or like your con standard booths. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Great. And great turnout. I'll- You're muted, John, or something. You are muted. Got it. Yeah. So you're going to hear, so it's, um, so it's most of the, the main players that you're going to see on a regular basis. Like anybody that you would normally see at, at origins, you're going to end up seeing at Gary Con for the most part. Are there any smaller niche, uh, places that you are, um, vendors that you saw that, that were there that you hadn't seen before? Yeah. 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 There was yeah. one called, um, Jay Hawk, not like Jay Hawk is in the basketball team. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Jay Hawk, who made um, first edition D and D supplements, as an example. Gotcha. Okay. And so then, when you guys, when you were, you have the people that were that came to the booth and that spent time at the booth versus the ones that you actually ran games for. Like Troy, you were. If, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were at the booth running games at the booth, or were you? I, did you I actually? Was, I was not running games. I was just the booth babe all weekend. <laughs> Um, sure were, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, no, I was. I was there uh, talking it to people felt like, about. Let me interrupt for a second, though. It kind of feels like that with Troy at a convention because you you can't walk twenty feet without somebody being like, "Hey, look at you! That's a nice beard." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. I've been there. Like my freaking chopped liver beard oh, no. next to Troy's. That's right. Yeah. Quaffer, Dapper Dan oh, motif. Man. 
Yeah, that's, that's you, you want to be humbled? Walk around with Troy and his beard. That's it's a all, good way to stay humble. It's all in the beard, baby. That's how I reel him in. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what the is that the the booth magnet? It's, yeah, hang booth, on. Booth have, have have beard will travel. It's have fine. Beard travel. Yeah, it's like that's how I lure him into the walk D hole. <laughs> yeah, so so maybe maybe that would be a good. That. A good well, so here let, let's let's give a rundown real quick of that because that might be a good thing to like set the scene more so. So the original plan for the booth was to have um, retail on one side, and then Jared was going to come and do resin pouring on the other side, mm. and we were going to you know have fun doing and make a mess over on that side of the booth. Well, uh, he had a last minute emergency. And wasn't able to attend. And so we got there and we had this huge booth and we don't really need it all. Right. Um, so what we did was we took our extra backdrops and banners and we built a pretty slick, like enclosed space with table and chairs yeah. in it that you couldn't see behind unless you walked into the booth. And we just made that the little game master staging area drop off point. And we called it the Wagdi hole. I'm not Uh sure why, but yeah, I don't know who came up with that. The name for it. Um, I wasn't there. So you can't blame me. That's all I know. It stuck. Uh, (laughs) And it was, it was the running, uh, the running joke of the con. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It was super nice though. Like it was cool. It was, and it worked out great. Um, Everybody would come in and, and uh, drop stuff off and hang out, and because usually it doesn't, you don't have that kind of ability at most con- at most cons. And to start off with, Jared yes couldn't make it, and so there was a mix up. Then some and, other asshole couldn't make it. That's that's wow. this one. That was me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for pouring. Uh, yeah, the, give me well, give me that nice paper cut with lemon juice poured over it. Yeah, That's good. A little bit of salt, a little bit of salt. Little salt. Oh yes, please. See, I was mm. sure not like, gonna... Make sure that you like you massage the wound because mm. that's always good for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was well, great. I had a, I had a, I had a great time. I, I got extra time off from work and stayed home and take took care of the kids and was sick. You got con. But please tell me more about how you guys had a great time. Please let's, let's make an entire episode before, before the con. That's what it was. That you is just true. Put, you see it in reverse. That's right. No, but we had we had issues with our badges. Um, there was like mm. a mix up, and Jared couldn't be there. So I want to give a shout out to Travis and Josh. And Gene they helped us out. And Gene, they they all helped us out get get things figured out. And instead of printing out game master badges for the game masters they just went ahead and made us all exhibitors so so they could come and go as they please behind the booth which worked out great that's um, awesome yeah so yeah, yeah super that's, nice. that's pretty good that's pretty good we ran i think final tally was like 86 different games that's awesome and in how many different so i think this, this is important right because we're so so stuck a lot of the time between the three of us. We're so stuck in Adventurers League stuff mm-hmm. that we always play adventure run Adventurers League. We always run Five E. We always run D anD D. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But you you all had a really like a fantastic swath that you ran out of, and unfortunately, you didn't get any Five Torches deep. It's my yeah. fault. Uh, but you did get you had Five E in there, right? 
yep. ran 5e yeah, and 5e. some Morkborg. And what else did you guys run in there? We had Commoner Core, right. Mothership, DCC, mm. OSE. That's it. That's it. Six mm. systems. That's great, though. Like, that's a really good spread for one set of like one set of dms you run it a that's a lot of there's a lot of flavors that are going on there yeah 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 some some people uh, like mitch and devin and zach ran all 5e and just killed it and we got a ton of compliments from that that was great um uh you know there was al in the same place right and I don't know how AL did. We had one uh, a mutual friend come over and tell us that running AL over there, they had plenty of free tickets or available tickets. They did not come close to selling out. Um, and we, our game masters, were getting rid of their tickets. Like We had full tables most of the time. We had people coming to our booth and telling us that they were dropping events elsewhere to grab more of our tables, which was super, super nice of them. Um, so the 5e crowd really did a great job. Uh, Goodman Games, uh, a rep from them, came and told us that people were playing our DCC games <laughs> and then coming to their booth to buy DCC because uh, they were super happy with that. Um, David, our friend David Burkhart, first time out the gate, I think, ever running OSE, volunteered to pick it up and just killed it. Had a great time. We heard a lot of good stuff about that. And then... Um, Andrew and Greg walked. I think they just like destroyed the resort with their mothership games. I heard so many people talking about Andrew and Greg running mothership. Um, I really, I don't want to, I don't want to say that like sometimes, you, you know, there's definitely a bias there because people, those people were largely around our booth, but it was so many people. I, I felt like the con was just buzzing with that, mm-hmm. uh, with that. Talk. There was, there were several times that people would come up to the booth and it almost seemed like they were running. Cause it was like, they were like scouring the floor. Like where's the booth? Where's the booth? And they'd come up. Are you, are you the guys that have mothership? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and we sold out, we sold out of all the zero E mothership books that we, that we have in stock. I have no more in the warehouse. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh yeah, we just sold the last one. It's like, Oh no. Does anybody else have it? You know, it's like, no, but we've got yeah. this. And that. so, you know, it was, that was pretty cool. That was, that was pretty and cool then, to have. And then, uh, uh, I ran just a couple games of Morkborg and Ulysses picked up the torch and ran, uh, uh, this is not meant to be a dig on you, John. He, but fine. he ran I, your Morkborg stuff. Um, so you, you, you uh, that's not meant to be a dig. That's it's not, not meant to be a dig. Here's a dig. Yeah, no, but he yeah. he did a killer job. I felt like, and uh, oh, there's no doubt about that. We got compliments I, 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 from knew, him. I knew Ulysses had it in him. Skeeter, he took Skeeter on as a seventh person in his morning Morkborg oh. spot, and I thought that was very uh, noble and brave of him to grab. Uh, Skeeter in a morning slot as a seventh person for and his. Skeeter came to the booth to tell me how much fun he had at that table. Yeah. He was like, I was like, so how was it? He's like, oh my gosh, dude, for being so early in the morning, it was so much fun. They gave me a grenade. I blew shit up. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like that adventure was written for me. Hey, he was, did you have a good time? You had me at grenade. You, you had, had me at grenade. At grenade. 
No, it's great. It's great. That's awesome. So yeah. I mean, like, it sounds like the people that you know had a good time. Then you had people that were coming up to the booth post facto. Oh. They were really excited about it. I'd love to hear from some of our from the other the DMs that actually were out there, or GMs, I guess, that were out there running it too to see their experience. I want, I'm, I'm curious as to how it compares to your player pool at different conventions. Like, and I mean, there may be like just a modeling difference between the players really, but I, I am, I am curious as to the, from the atmosphere perspective, they seem really receptive to play something mm-hmm. for a, a, for a convention that's dedicated to the, one of the guys that invented Dungeons and Dragons. There were a lot of people not playing Dungeons and Dragons there and having a yeah. blast doing it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll give Mitch and Ulysses and anyone else that's in chat that ran games there a chance to talk uh, uh, or post a comment and I'll, I'll, I'll relay it. But, um, uh, two, two quick notes while they're doing that. Um, I, you know, I had a dozen players at my Morkborg tables and mm-hmm. I think one of them had played Morkborg before. Oh, wow. No, no, they had read the rule book. That was the statement that they, gave <laughs> they tried. To read they the read the rule book. book. Um, everyone else was brand new. Most of them had heard about it, but they had, you know, didn't own the book, never played it, never seen a game played. And they were super pumped. So that was really fun and, and took to it like, fish to water um the other thing i'll say and and kind of tie to that is that david and janine and andy um ran a ton of people through our mayan stuff in three different systems and that was very fascinating it was i think the comment that we got there was like this feels very 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 different from al it feels very fresh and um, they absolutely loved it. And we got a lot of compliments from them. So kudos. I think Janine ran like 13 games this week. She did. Holy moly. What a machine. 13 yeah. slots. Yeah. And she was killing characters left, left and, and right. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of that going on because I was getting some of the the uh, the back and forth chatter on the, the GaryCon server that you guys were running back end to communicate with each other. And... Like it seemed like every other comment was about how you almost TPK'd one group uh, or killed off two or three players or characters at a time. It sounded like it was just an absolute bloodbath at some of these tables, which again, I go back to the player pool. The players seem to enjoy that and relish Mm -hmm. the carnage, which is refreshing to me to where you're always worried about making sure that people are having a good time. It's cool to have players that see the sometimes the slaughter is the fun being being uh being on the receiving end of a of a butt weapon you know yeah and we we ran only pregens at all of our tables for the most part so it also wasn't like we're gonna kill your character right like we're gonna and and also i gave away free stuff to our dms when they killed characters so it was yeah talk about (laughs) (laughs) he uh he put a he put a uh a hit out on uh, David Burkhart's character for Janine. <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. Like, it was horrible. Yeah, Actually, Janine, that's mm. not a bad idea as a, as a kind of like a gimmick or a fun little thing that you could do is that players could put out hits towards other players. Maybe do it for, for uh, charity, charity or something like that. Like, That'd and be the, great. Yeah. Like if we do our own con, 
we're not doing reroll tickets. We're doing right. <laughs> you can put the out. DM there. gets all the reroll tickets. That's what happens there. If they're only there, but they're rerolls for a specific person. It has literally has their name on the ticket. We're right? doing like hip. Kit, yeah, we're doing uh, yeah tickets. contracts. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like that. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Mitch is Mitch is noting that yeah. There, so there was a couple mix up with his schedule, um, largely with regards to uh, his table assignment, and they ended up moving him. Uh, out into the hall of like out into the hallway of the resort at one point. And it was really great. Uh, he was running curse, uh, uh, Weaver queen. And, um, I saw him doing that and that was, that was really, really a great spot. Had a lot of people walking by and checking it out. That's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> it was great. It was really great. Uh, speak, uh, uh, speaking of, uh, table mix-ups straight out of the gate on Thursday, um, current co-DM of the year did something he hasn't done in seven years of running for Baldwin Games. We're, sta- we're all standing behind the booth and he's just like, oh yeah, you know, I got a good day today and all that stuff. And he looks down and kind of, oh crap. It's like, what? <sighs> Remember my table is supposed to fire off at noon? It's like, yeah. It's supposed to fire off at 10. <laughs> It's like, hmm, what time is it? 11. Oh, my God. I would be mortified. Man, I would have crawled into a hole and never cr- and come out of it, man. So oh he, was like, he was like, he- what do I do? So we messaged we messaged it with the, uh, the event system that they have at GaryCon. You can message players. Oh, that's nice. So we messaged them and said, hey, you know, please come by the booth and we'll make this right and everything. One of the players... When they realized, well, Andrew's not going to make it, he was like, "Well, I know how to play Mothership. I'll run. I'll run a game." So right he ran on. the other people through it, just a uh, through together Mothership game. Oh, that's awesome! What a hero! Holy yeah, crap! Right? I hope you got their name. They need to go. I, they need, like on the never, wall of honor. As far as I know, they never came to the booth. No, they did. If, they, uh, did. They, did. they did. They did. Okay, I they, chatted with. They, they, they so, so, to me. so for Andrew's benefit, because I know he does uh, listen in, um, I think I got at least four people talked to that were at that table. All of them were chill, like yeah. completely fine. Yeah. Um, we gave them all uh, copies of a book that uh, from our booth and uh, some stickers. Kind of loaded them up with with stuff. They were, but they all said they had a great time, no hard feelings, and um, most of them signed up for other games. And Andrew probably ran for them later yeah, in the probably, con and yeah. didn't even know it. Uh, so, how cool is that? Yeah, man? So it, that, what I a mean, Cinderella it, story, man! I love that. It came That's out. Awesome. It came out so good. I mean, if that happens at Gen Con or Origins we're, or something, we're going like to burn that. it alive. Yeah. No. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are ours. You know. Be yeah, a, you're gonna upside down crucifixion. That's that's what Andrew has looked. Yeah, no, no. It's very more pork of you. <laughs> it's very more pork. <laughs> like God, gross. But uh, but no, it, it was it was great. It was great. Yeah. yeah, Andrew ran a ton of games too. I think he he came close to Janine's mark. I think he did like eight or nine games. So crazy cool. Holy moly. What else do you want to know, John? Uh, well, first of all, I, I think the thing that made me the saddest, aside from not being able to spend time. With, with all my, my friends there and running games, um, Larry Elmore, Jeff Isley, or Easley, Jeff Butler, and Clyde Caldwell were all in the same area with one another. Yeah. 
And this is, I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is Larry Elmore's last convention that he's going to. Yeah, I am freaking heartbroken. Yeah, that I didn't and, get to and go Margaret Wise was there, and she came yes. and gave everybody yep. at our booth a hug. And she said, I heard the Dwarven DM was going to be there. And we said, Shut up. <laughs> well, he was, but he said no last minute. And so you get us instead. And she she signed our arms. Um, mm-hmm. Great. Thanks for that. No, yeah. I, it's funny. I, w- I was watching. She actually came in from like a three-day cruise. Because she's in my Facebook feed, and I see her like, you know, I think it's like the Bahamas or something. I don't know what it was. But she she said in Facebook, she goes, I don't know why I chose to do this, but I'm going to go and do a convention after going on a three-day bender. <laughs> so she, she, she got there. She was extremely exhausted, I'm sure. Well, she she was moving pretty slow. <laughs> I figured stuck. she would be. Uh, she, had, yeah. she had sunglasses on the entire time that she was there, and like a big, like a sun hat, like a something to completely cover she, herself. Yeah, she, she walked by the booth. Um, and John, just so that uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I went and talked to Larry. Oh, good. Did you tell yeah. him that I'm sorry? <laughs> he was I'm like, sorry, that son of a bitch. I'm sure he did. Larry is like the, one of the nicest human yeah, beings I don't think, I've I don't ever think met. He's ever, but no, I went and talked to him. Um, it, still one of the sweetest individuals ever. Uh, we talked for like five, ten minutes about stuff. and uh, Oh, man. Yeah. He's just, he's so gracious with his time and he's so, he's so humble about it. So, I think that's one of the things that he, I'm like, oh man, I just want you to know like that your art, when I was a kid was so like, it was like, it's like an it, the images in my head that pop into my head of like the stuff that I read whenever I was a kid, every single thing is like something that you, mm. you drew or that you painted or whatever. And he goes, and he was like, not emotional about it, but like he's just like you could tell that he's like, oh well, you know, that's really sweet, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. He's like he gets all goosey about it. I'm like, dude, you're a legend. Yeah. And so all four of them were in like the same spot. And yes, Margaret was there too. Oh my god, I just felt ugh, it's awful. Yeah, supposedly uh, Joe Manganiello was there too. Supposedly, yeah, and he was supposed to be there, but I don't know if he showed up or not. I don't if know. Uh, did, Matthew Lillard he, made it too. I he, think. Oh yeah, right? he was there. He was there. I think booth. Satine Phoenix made it and a couple of other. Oh, well, yeah, because Satine and, and Jameson got married on. Yeah. Was it Friday? Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and then Mike Merles made it, made, popped in and out uh, for, mm-hmm. for a couple moments. Yeah, I was, gonna, uh, I was curious about that too. If, if any of the other Watsy staff I didn't showed see any, up, like Chris I saw Perkins or No, I didn't see anybody like that. No, I didn't see. It's crazy no. to me how they, what, what a very light footprint presence they have outside of the out of those the uh mm-hmm. the offices these days which mm-hmm. doesn't it's a separate podcast probably but that doesn't seem like sit well with me that they don't kind of like get out there with all of us unwashed masses and hobnob and talk to us anymore they're kind of like cloistered in there in the tower well, ha- having having seen uh chris perkins at a couple of paxes mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I can tell you that he gets swarmed. Oh, I'm sure he does. Yes. It's 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 not like like Mike Merles were uh, like and he's lesser known at this point than like Chris Perkins or mm. something like that. But even Mike was getting swarmed as he walked around GaryCon. It's like I can imagine that that's just not a that's not what he wants to do at a con. I'm sure that he had a fun time talking with everybody that that said hey to him I, i'm sure he's he seems he seemed super cool but um mm. 
Like that's not attending a con. That's that's you know yeah. being <laughs> that's, at that's being being the receiving end of a gathering. Yeah, that's like being mm. on the receiving end of a fire hose for ten hours a day. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh anything else? What what else should we cover here? Uh any was what would you say? Let's do this. Uh were was there any did you have any near misses? Or anything like that. Aside from, you obviously had Andrew's missed table. Did you have any other misadventures? Or you obviously didn't get snowed in, which is a shame. Um, um, you didn't get to go on a, a legendary excursion yeah. to the the sound of the bridge at Casa Doom. But you know, not not every adventure can yeah, be. Yeah, everybody can have that. Everybody so, can have that. So epic. Did, uh, anything else? Any other uh, stories I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you want to share? I want to tell on uh, a couple of our DMs real quick. Yeah. Uh, oh. Well, uh, I'll say, first off, not so much a misadventure as actually a heightened adventure, but I will note that two of our DMs, this was their first convention and also first time running for strangers, and that was Ulysses and uh, Shadow Zack both came. Oh, And yeah. Shadow Zack ran 12 sessions, 12 <laughs> sessions for his first con, and um, and Ulysses ran Morkborg, which I don't believe he ever ran that and only played in my game once. So like both of them just killed it. Um, lots and lots of people came up and talked about Zach's game. So high praise to both of them. Good, good first run. And we hope they come back. Um, I'm sure they will. Uh, but I was going to say, as far as misadventures go, um, I don't know that I, we really need to get into all of it, but uh Shadow Zach had a couple great ones, uh, including this crazy woman yelling at him in oh, the hotel. Yes. Why was why didn't you lead off with this story? Like, are you just said was that oh in your back gosh. pocket for this moment? Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Who? Well, go, go. Well, there was a woman that so, was yelling at him in yeah, the hotel. So first off, if you've never like chatted with Zach, he's one of the nicest people. Like, mm-hmm. very very laid back. Um, and, and, um, easy to get along with. Do not let him go full fire marshal bill on you though. It, it will scar you for life. Just want to throw that out there. I need a context. Does he do a fire marshal bill impersonation or? That's all I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Okay. You just, uh, if you're brave enough, that's fine. If if you're brave enough, ask him about it. Yeah. So, so just about every evening we, uh, we had a couple of rooms at a hotel right down the road, um, and we kind of took over that lobby. Um, mm. Nobody else was there for the most part, and so we would just kind of go post up there and maybe order food in or have a drink or whatever and just kind of chill in this lobby where no one else was a super quiet and super nice from like 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock to midnight or 1 o'clock, right? Something like that. So, so we're all hanging out. And Zach opts to go to the lobby food area and buy some drinks. And he goes up there and he gets it. And um, I, I came in like about halfway through the story, went up there and heard about the second half of this myself. But um, he's up there and he he's walks into the middle of this woman arguing with a hotel receptionist lady. And it is just getting heated really fast. Their, her card won't work. Um, they've been having some trouble with the point of sale system. She's getting offended and also embarrassed, right? She starts to yell at this 
receptionist, right? Um, then she wheels around to Zach, who's like trying to be in the back corner, right? Like just being <laughs> invisible while he's waiting to check out with his. He's the drink. guy that's trying to hide behind the Cheetos during an yes, armed robbery exactly. at a, a yeah. convenience yes. store. Yeah, I got yes. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she wheels around at him, and she's like, "Do you just want to go first? Do you just want to go right now? Because you're making me incredibly nervous." And he's like, "Hey, no, I'm fine. You." You do your job. You do your business. Finish what you got. I'm in no rush. Go for it. And uh, so she wheels around and starts like going at this lady again. Still won't work. Telling her that she should just use the card on file or whatever. Right. Like she mm-hmm. keeps like wheeling around and like looking back at him. And that's about the time that I walked up. Um, and I'm fiddling around too at this point. And uh, she, she finally, she spins around and she's like, uh, what is your problem? And he's like, hey, I'm fine. I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm not, I'm just back here. He's like, all I had done was I had set my drinks down on the ground because I was like tired of holding them or something, right? Tink. And she wheeled on him. So he, she spins back and Zach mouths to the receptionist, are you okay? Do you need help? Because he's nice. like, she's, she's. And now they've tortured this woman, now for a while. This, this woman was new. Yeah, yeah. new receptionist, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the lady kind of just looks at him and does like a small head nod and or whatever, right? Just kind of a head shake, right? Like, no, I'm okay. The woman sees it, realizes that Zach is making, you know, doing a check-in behind her and we commentary, around. yeah. Yeah. And lays into him again about minding his own business and yada, yada, yada. And he, she's like, what do you want from me? And just cra- going crazy. And he's like, well, I think that you could be a little nicer. And uh, <laughs> please, I, you said you were there there for this? Yeah, yeah. Did he actually say it like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah he gets exactly. an award. Yeah. That's yeah, a gold star yeah, moment right there. A little nicer. Yeah. And so <laughs> well, she mentioned it. She, so then she freaks out. Finally, they get her checked out. Uh, she's like, I'm going up to the room. She's yelling at her husband. Her husband is like, he is the cherry on the top. She, he's like, you just need to wait for me. He's like a whip dog. He's like, you just need to wait for me. I, uh, you know, I'll go park the car. I'll come back. We can go up. She's like, no, you're going to, I'm going to leave right now. You go out to the car, park it, come back up. He's like, I don't even know what room we're staying in. She's like 309. And he's like, I don't know where 309 is. And she's like, it's on the third floor. <laughs> Just like, oh my God, God. man, <laughs> that poor bastard. Yeah. So, so then oh, Zach God. checks out, goes back to our table and the lady follows him into the breakfast dining area thing and starts pacing the dining area back and forth, back and forth, like staring at him. Like, like a Darth like Maul. A, like Darth Maul, yeah, or a jaguar. Yeah. I was going to say, like a tiger in a cage, man. Yeah, Good yeah, God. yeah. And then she finally stormed off and went to the to room 309, I, one can only assume. Well, it, well um, she obviously went to 309. Yeah. I think everyone in the lobby knew it, where she was going. We should have uh, uh, ding-dong ditched her all night long. Run away. Yeah, anyhow. So I commend Zach for his epic wow. uh, commentary and also yeah. for having the misadventure of the Grace of the Under Fire. fire. Well yeah. done, Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. All right. So then what's a highlight? Did you have a did you, either of you each one of you have like a, a top moment for the for the weekend? 
a top top moment. Well, I mean, you know, I know it's tough. It sounds like you guys had a lot of a lot uh, of really great stuff. I mean, one of the best moments was getting to meet Ulysses, you know, face to face. Finally, that was cool. Yeah, finally, yeah. Uh, getting to meet you know Shadow Zach, uh, Devin, Andy, meeting them face to face. Finally, and you talk to them. That was awesome. Um, hanging out with Ed and his wife Laura and Andrew and Ulysses for dinner. That was awesome. The joke I played on uh, that was great. Alf- Alphineas. That has to was, be your highlight because it was, a was truly epic. It was truly epic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. So there's a cafe um, in the, in the resort, and David Burkhart. Zach and myself were like, hey, let's go eat there. It's like, all right. David Burkhart could almost be the secondary patron saint of this podcast, I feel like, after that convention. He yeah. he, he was like the backup, like pinch hitter or like the, the, like the backup person every mm. single day. Like showed up super early in the morning, was there till the last dog died pretty much, yep. and just was always available to help out or, you know, if something needed – to happen he took care of it so probably that's there. awesome he did so alphineas and 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 mike and i do not remember the girl's name i never saw it on her badge badge yeah. um we're sitting at a table that was right towards the entrance and it's like just had you know separated by the half walls and so we're getting ready to go in or uh, dave is putting our name in to wait and I just walk up and the server was standing there and I'm like, Hey, just so you know that wherever, whatever table we end up setting at, the bill goes on, on here, on, on their table. And, you know, often he's like, yeah, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. So we go, we wait, they call our name, we go sit down and they're like, what? Three tables away from us. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So we eat, we get done. They're still over there talking. And I'm like, okay, when the waitress comes back, I'm going to tell her that I'm going to take the check presenter empty and just use it as a joke, if that's okay, because I was going to walk by their table. And as we walked out, just lay it on the table and go, thanks, guys, and just keep walking. So she comes back, and I'm like, so can I do this? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And I turn around. They're already up and walking out. And I'm like, oh, no, they're already leaving. And she's like, do you want me to run after them? And, and look, as a comment, this lady is not 25. I don't want right. to guess someone's age, but she is not 25. Right? This is not someone who should be this on board for a joke you would expect. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. It was completely. She's, no, she's no hot-headed whippersnapper is what you're saying. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. And so they're outside walking, and then there's like a little lounge area. If you walk through the restaurant and down, there's a little lounge area that you could sit. And she runs through the restaurant, down to runs. the lounge, runs, and meets She wanted them. that tip, man. Good for her. Yeah. She ended up meeting them right at the top of the stairs going into the lounge because that's where they were going, unbeknownst to me. And she stops him and it's like, sir, you forgot this. And, he, and he's like pointing back at the table going, no, it's, it's over there. I Sorry. paid for my she, bill. Yeah. yeah, she's like, no, she's like, no, no, it's. it's you, 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 she she to... forces it into his hands. She's yeah, like, and no, he's like, oh, this wow. is for you. He's like, what are you talking about? And then she points, 
at us, to and us. we're all and we're all like oh. waving our hands, <laughs> like, "Hey, thanks, and, thank you so much, appreciate and it." Just look, yeah. And you just see—I've never seen Alphineas His face look just goes upset, blank. Yeah, just like yeah, he just kind of like he just went, "What are they <laughs> doing?" <laughs> he opens it up and sees that it's empty. He he tur- he tips it up, and all of a sudden, you see this one finger come out the top of the checklist. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, oh that's funny. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, she did uh she did uh, earn the tip for sure. We she did, man. Yeah, yeah we yes, she did. And yeah, yes, Bear Droid, the beard, the beard drew her, her into, into the, its madness. Her in. yeah. Yes, that's right. This vortices of insanity. Made her, a, made her an accomplice. Then on Sunday for me. And I, I'm, I met a bunch of people coming to the booth. I met a co- some cool, really cool vendors. Um, but like the cherry on top, I noticed this family of four walking around, and they had two younger girls with them. And the girls looked like they were done. You know, they had that like I'm about to cry look. They're tired, and mom and dad just you know they were in line to talk to Larry Elmore. You know, all this other kind of stuff. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to say anything to them, but then towards the very, very end, we were starting to pack up. I'm coming back from, from throwing something away and they're coming back, coming past the booth. And I just went, Hey, you guys look like you could use some dice. And I think they thought I was trying to sell them something. Mm -hmm. And they were like, Oh no. I'm like, Nope. Come this way. And the guy was like, what are you going to give us some dice? And I'm like, yeah, free dice. And the girl's eyes lit up and they're like, what free dice. And they come running over to the booth and I pull out the bucket of free dice. And they're like, and the one little girl, she was like, I don't even have any of my own dice. Oh, I'm like, we'll get you some dice. And so they're like digging in and looking at it. And, you know, their eyes are all big and they're all happy and everything. And I just looked at mom and dad. I was like, yeah, I saw you guys walking around earlier and, uh, you, you, a couple of you were looking a little tired and and stuff and she was like oh thank you <laughs> <laughs> so so that was pretty good and they were like do You're you Santa have a, Claus yeah, it's like, do, it do you have a card we this this was so sweet we need to follow you guys so they they took a card and that's cool but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> hey do you guys like candy <laughs> <laughs> that's not creepy at all that's not creepy at all no yeah yeah my van door says free dice oh my god not, not free candy no no that's a t-shirt yeah that's a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> oh i i did meet i'm not gonna say his name but i did meet an actor who has been on shows that i think probably everybody in this uh chat has seen um didn't recognize it because we were all wearing masks right and we're just talking about stuff and and uh i made a comment about it about the shirt that he was wearing he's like oh yeah that's from my my company so i got to talk to him about that and he had a friend with him 
And so we exchange business cards and all this stuff. They, they walk away. And I'm not thinking anything about it. And the other guy comes back and he's like, hey, did, uh, did you recognize that guy? And my face went blank. So I'm like, oh, crap, it's somebody I know. And I didn't recognize mm-hmm. him through the mask. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Did I, did I not recognize somebody that I was supposed to? And he's like, no, it's so-and-so from this TV show and this TV show. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, no, that's what it said on his badge. And I'm like, well, holy crap. <laughs> I, I had no idea. So, that was yeah, cool. it was, uh, it was pretty, um, he, the guy may be coming on the, on the show. I don't know. <gasps> yeah. That'd be cool. No, I'm not going to spill it. He, if 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 he doesn't want to come on the show, then I'll 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 tell you. Spill but when it. I talk to yeah, when I talk to him about it, he's like, "Oh, that would be great. I'd love to come on your show." Mm-hmm. So. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that I'm was. Glad really you guys funny. had fun. Absolutely. Sounds like everybody had a, had a blast. Had a blast. Yeah, it was good. It was a good one. <clears throat> Alrighty. Uh, well, I think that was a pretty good recap of everything. <laughs> Denzel Washington. That's exactly <laughs> it was. Good job, that is that is If it is, then I'm gonna. Um, that's the mic drop for me. Yeah. Because uh, if you can get Denzel on the show, right? He's gonna come on. I don't, I don't need anything man. else in life. Love no. that man. Oh. oh gosh, no, it was not Denzel. I'll play it was not Denzel. <laughs> Uh, well, hey, let's uh, let's wrap it up there, uh, cause I, and then we got another episode to record, and it's it's a long time come. So it is a long time coming. We're gonna say that was a really great con, and we're gonna do it again soon. Um, uh, specifically, Origins and Gen Con and Dragon Con and PAX Unplugged and Game Hole and whatever else we can knock on the door of. So. You got lots of opportunities to come hang out with us. Yes, yes, indeed. <sighs> All right. With that, I think uh, we're going to call it. Thanks, John. Thanks, Troy. Thanks to chat. And uh, we'll see you next time. Play great games, everybody. It's good to be back. Yep. Good to have you back. Everybody stay safe out there. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode and you want to continue the conversation with us, go ahead and head on over to our Discord. There's a link in the show notes, and you can always shoot us a message on Facebook to get a link there as well. Uh, While you're at it, if you wouldn't mind, give us a like on Facebook, give us a subscription over here on your podcast feed, Uh, give us a review and some stars while you're at it. That would be awesome. That's the way we get in front of more people. And if you want to watch a live show, we're live almost every Sunday and Tuesday on Twitch and YouTube, and you can find links to all of that right there in the Discord. We'll see you next time.